0: Today is Tuesday, November the 28th of 2023, and welcome to episode 36 of Farm Why Sexy Life with a Candy Couple. My name is Julia, myself and my husband Aaron are a small homestead family in rural southwest Virginia that work every single day to become more self-sufficient, less reliant on outside sources, merging homesteading and frugality into our everyday life. And today I want to talk about something that I'm sure is on everyone's mind. Everyone is trying to figure out how to do that, do this, and it is how to plan your spending for holidays, birthdays, and special events. I know that saving a dollar right now is top priority for so many people, and if you're listening to this podcast, you know saving money is a huge thing for me and Erin. Massively important to us because we are on track to be 100% debt-free by the end of this year, which opens so many options for our family. And that is our goal. We want to create options, create the ability to make changes, shake things up, make life more efficient for the two of us, and make sure our daughter's having the best life we can provide her. So, we're all about saving a dollar. And over the years, Erin and I have developed processes and systems that really work for us. On how to handle holiday special events. Because I'm telling you. I saw I saw an ad. From my local credit union. Saying sign up now for your holiday loan. You can get it with an interest rate as low as 8% ARP. And you can get $8,000. So you don't have to worry about all that extra spending. That you need to make for the holidays. And I, I almost died. I, I really did. Well, I didn't I? Uh, but my heart <laughs> just sort of dropped in my chest a little bit. I'm like, people are actually going to do this. They're going to go into debt or deeper into debt for Christmas because they want to give their kids the best Christmas possible, the best Christmas for their family. They're doing holiday traveling and all these things. And, I mean, we all want to be able to give meaningful gifts to people we care for. But it should not be a budget breaker. And I will not lie, I will not tell you that it hasn't broken our budget before. Because it has. But Aaron and I have learned over the past several years on how to really make sure it doesn't break our budget. And I will say the most the most striking thing happened to me when I was first started working and I first had the money to actually get really good Christmas gifts for family. I went and bought these. $40, $50 toy sets for my nieces and nephews. And I was just started working. I seriously started working in November. And I'm buying really big presents for these kids in December. So I've had like one paycheck making $13 an hour. Which is nothing in today's world. But it was good money back then. Um, it, I mean, it was decent money back then. So it says 10 years ago, I go and I spend all this money and I'm like, Lord, how mercy. I spent five, $600 and I don't really have five. Or, I spent two whole paychecks. I spent every dollar I've earned on one holiday. So after that, I really learned for me, having a sinking fund, having a budget line item, especially for Christmas was so vitally important. The next week, I was at our credit union, and I was putting in an application for a new Christmas Club account. And that really started me on that Christmas Club savings and really helped me budget for that holiday. Not to say that other holidays and other special events and birthdays haven't hurt my budget. It has for Erin and I, but we've kind of built in an additional sinking fund to help cover those. Plus, I have some other tips and tricks down below. You know, as we go through this, that'll help also with those help offset some of those other costs. And, and it did take us a while to find our groove with this because Aaron's really diligent about tracking it to make sure we don't go over budget. And what happens is when you have a large family and you're buying for a lot of people, it feels like... There's never not a time where you're not having to buy something, and it takes a really long time to get that sinking fund built up, and that was the struggle Erin and I were having. We were trying to build the sinking fund, and we every time we would try, there would be a birthday or another holiday or something else that would come up, and we couldn't get it built up enough. So we finally got it built up to a point because everything kind of falls at the right time that We were able to, you know, use this birthday and holiday singing fund in a more manageable way. It wasn't actually taking away from our other budget. It does take time. It takes time. If you can start with your chunk of money, first, like, say you need $500 for a year. And then put monthly aside to keep that $500 built up every single month so you don't really get to zero at any point. You just want to keep adding a little bit here over and over and over again so you always have some assets in that account just to make sure you can cover those events that you know you need to cover. The other part of this is you need to have a budget amount for everybody that you buy for. Nobody should be free reign and you get whatever you want for them, whatever. It that doesn't happen. There should be no <coughs> this was the Christmas gift he picked out. Um, in terms of really expensive things that are outside the budget line item, like there shouldn't be a $1,000 computer or, you know, if that's even what they cost now. I I have no idea. I don't look at them. $2,000 computer. That should not be the gift if it's not into the budget. That, that is not how this works. It is, we have $250 to spend on each other. We can go over it a little bit, but you cannot go over it by hundreds of dollars. And by a little bit, I mean like 10 to 15 bucks max. And I will tell you, I'm the worst about this. I'm 100% the worst about going over budget on Aaron. Um, and we're aware <laughs> that I do this, but we deal with it and it just flows through. Um, but it's a built into our system because we know I'm, I'm the one that has a tendency to go over budget more than he does. Um, so you, you have that line item. You know your budget. You know how much you're going to spend on every person. Mom, I'm spending $50 on you. It can't be two $300. If we're going to do a spa... Like, spa days are out of the picture because I have to be on a budget. I'm trying to pay off my debt. I'm trying to do all these things. But I want to do something nice for you. And a lot of people would be like, well, you can't do something nice for somebody for 50 bucks. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You need to get creative. You need to get... Out of this world that money means something when it comes to actually giving something to somebody that's personal and with love and affection and heartfelt. Because you can absolutely spend a small amount of money and give something to somebody it's the most meaningful gift you have ever given them. And if it's not, you need to find somebody else to be close to. If that's what they care about it's how much money you spent on them, that is somebody you do not need in your life. That's just my two cents on that. I, I could be totally wrong, but um, I really feel like for me, I can give somebody a really nice gift because it truly is the fact that you have thought of this person, you thought of their needs, what they like. It, it, you're really thinking to that person. You're giving them something meaningful that they will that they will love. So, one of my biggest tips <laughs> to save money, and this is not just on Christmas items or anything like that. This is all across the board because I. I I utilize this all the time, is that is shop after Christmas sales. I will go and hit up our after Christmas for next year's Christmas, but also for Mother's Day, birthdays, anything like that that I can think of that I think that person can use it or will like it. This is how I get all of my mom's foot care stuff. She loves foot care, she likes to take care of her feet. She likes to scrub her feet and everything like that. And I love to get her these items at that point because it's a great time to get them. It's a really good deal. It's things that she likes, especially creams and lotions for your feet, things like that. That's all the things she loves. The, the pumice stones, you can get those so cheap after Christmas. Hey, People run through those so fast they don't last any length of time. I mean, you can go... Buy one at the Dollar Tree, but you can get a whole set of stuff for for next to nothing after Christmas, and it comes in a nice little spot. Hey, it looks really cute. They're not all Christmassy. You just need to be, be aware of that, but you can get one for Christmas for next year. Pumice stones and sponges and little wash rags and things like that don't go bad. They really don't. They don't go bad. They, they will keep till next year. So save those items and have them for the people that you need to buy a little something for. You don't want to spend too much money on but you want to show you care about them. You're thinking about them. Christmas ornaments are a big thing for me. I love getting Christmas ornaments for people. I thought Christmas ornaments are, in a way, it's kind of a cop-out, but in a way, it's not. To me, you're looking for something that represents that person. If they're fun, energetic, you get them a really fun and cute and interesting ornament. If they're more demure, sweet, so you give them something, you know, like classic and natural and, and just lovely. And you have so many options nowadays. And there's always so many Christmas ornaments. This is also how I get a lot of my upgraded Christmas stuff. I got a really pretty, beautiful tree skirt that I would have paid like 50, 60 bucks for. It was knitted. Um, At Christmas time, I got it for like $20 after Christmas. And that was okay. Erin and I talked about it. We were good with that. But we've gotten the majority of my Christmas stuff after Christmas like all of our ornaments and everything that are shatterproof um we've normally picked those up after Christmas just to have for the next year so 75% off is a great time birthdays for kiddos you can really pick up some cute things for them after Christmas it is So, you you just have to look. You have to be willing to look. And I'm not talking about brave it at 5 o'clock in the morning the day after Christmas. I've done that. I've done it, and it's hard. But I noticed last year you didn't see the picked over amount of stuff that you did before. You might need to travel two hours away to a more quiet location where things might not be as picked over. Like your big towns, you're probably not going to find anything. To go outside of the big town. There's Walmarts every 30 minutes to an hour. In all reality. In most places of the world. Go look. Be willing to look. Be willing to dig. Especially if you're trying to save money. Now a lot of people be like, well the drive. Well if you're going to save 75-90% off of next year's gifts. It really might be worth it for you. It really might. There's something you have to take into consideration for yourself. Um, I know for me. It's not that far of a drive. We would typically go there for other items as well. And we will go and make sure we're getting the best prices as we can. Homemade. This is a big one. Now, I will tell you, this year, my my homemade gifts are very very minimal very limited actually there's there's not going to be last year i made candles um this year i'm not going to be making anything homemade for gifts because it's just not my time frame we're pushing to get debt free so fast with everything else that's going on in in my life right now i just don't have time to knit scarves <laughs> i love to and i have before but and next year, if you're listening to this and you're on my gift list, you know you'll be getting a scarf or a toboggan because I will be back into knitting by that point. Um, and I will be making these homemade gifts because I've gotten the materials on a really good price. Um, I love to knit. It's one of the things I really enjoy doing. Um, canned goods is another great option. You can give them some jellies, some jam, something that you canned yourself, something you made homemade. And, you know, you want to make sure you do it following safe canning practices and that they know what to look for to smell the jars. Make sure it smells good. There's no mold, nothing like that. But to me, that's just such a wonderful gift for people. And I tell you, Sydney, <laughs> my mother-in-law can, she loves it. Not, yet, yeah, not my mother-in-law. My stepmother, um, she loves receiving canned gift items from me. Um, like if I make a jelly or a jam or something like that. And she's she loves it because she's not part of that kind of culture that we are from in the south. Um, she's more northern. Not saying they don't can there. But she never really saw very much of that from what I understand. So she likes those little home canned treats. It's different. And it's interesting for her. You also have so many more options, especially for kids with going homemade, by making little gift baskets. The Dollar Tree Craft section. Oh my. When I was a kid, I would have I, I would have been in that section every time we would have went. Because that section has gotten so amazing. For $1.25, all the crafty stuff you can get for these kids is crazy. A couple extra dollars even crazier I think there were there were crochet hooks at our Dollar Tree now this is not for the people out there that are really proficient at crocheting this is for a little girl a 10 year old 11 year old who's learning how and you get them the plastic hook to learn to see if they're gonna like to do it you can get yarn at the Dollar Tree for $1.25 you're introducing them to new things Things that they haven't, you know, experienced or seen. You can build them like a little bitty, you know, crafting kit with a few small items. And you're not going to spend a lot of money. You can get four items, build a really pretty nice little basket for them for Christmas. And I'm telling you, those kids would love it. Love it. A little girl, you put so many options. Even a little boy, they have so many, so many good options down those aisles. And you just need to be open and thoughtful and creative when you go through them. Isabel um was small for easter i mean we would go through there and we would pick out some of the things she would like even outside toys we went to the outside toys what did we do we got her a bucket which she loves buckets i don't understand the obsession with buckets but it's where we are um and and little uh water balls now we don't have a pool for her to get them wet but she likes to play with the balls in the bucket it's something super simple. It cost a three dollars less than three dollars two fifty for two items that bring her so much joy and and just it, it just brings so much joy to her role. And so just think outside the box. It doesn't have to be rigid set for it, especially if you were trying to save money and you already have an excess of these items on here, especially canned food. I don't know about you. But man, oh man, I probably over can. I really do. I over can. And I've given it to some people like I work with. Um, they don't understand it or like enjoy it as much. Um, so you really have to know who you're giving it to. But we're about to, <laughs> to get to those things in a second. But like the people that you know, your family members, they're, they're going to enjoy it much more. Um, you want to make sure you're thinking of gift ideas before you actually need the gift idea. So there's a lot of different ways to look at this. So you should know who you're going to be giving gifts to. You should know that, you know, January 1. I mean, what, what holidays do we have and what gifts do I need to get? These things aren't surprises. Mother's Day happens every year. Oh, excuse me. Father's Day happens every year. Christmas happens every year. So these things come up every single year. Birthdays come up every single year. So you need to be searching for the best deal on these items. Oh, and one thing I forgot. um, A lot of like uh, retailer stores, roll King, will have a really good deal on their excess kids toys. They will go down like 75% off. For their farmer toys so if you haven't been there after christmas go check out Rule king after christmas 75 off which is a really good deal on a lot of those toys um especially if you have somebody who's into horses farming things like that like a lot of the little boy toys that that's their royal tractors and trucks and all that amazing but you know you need these toys you know you're going to or these items these presents these gifts whatever you're doing You need to be thinking about what is the best gift ideal for this person. And you need to kind of be searching and thinking about that on the front end. So number one, you could be making it. Or you can be searching for your best deal if it's something you can't make. Or you can be thrifting it. If you have an idea of what you're looking for and you have ample time to work on it, you have the ability and the flexibility to actually get the better price versus waiting till the last minute to get the best price. You really want to make sure you're kind of building this out. So I love to use to-dos. I haven't done in the past year, but I'll be picking this back up. And I won't just be doing it for Christmas. I'm going to be doing it for every single gift that we pass out or give out. And the reason that we want to use to-dos is as I get those gifts, I could check them off. They're off my list. Even for Christmas, everything. And then I can have another running list because they're off my check mark. But as I'm out and I'm looking for things, and I know these people, um, and I can check them off the list, and I can add it to my actually working list of where my gifts are and what I have on hand. And to me, it works so much better, so much better than me just kind of working off the fly, which is what I've done the past two years. So I want to make sure I'm searching for the best sale. We also like to use um, an Amazon gift list in, um, inside of our Amazon account. So it's like a, an actual gift list. And what we do is you can put a note on the gift or on the item. Say like, this item for dad, this item for mom. And we can have that item kind of picked out well before it's time to buy that item and then if that item were to have like a sudden lightning deal or a drop or something like that if you're going to be buying a new item you can get it while it's a really good price and save as much money as possible so that's really helpful um i really like that feature it helped a lot especially right before isabel was born i used that one pretty heavy now this one might be a bit controversial cut your list Cut your list. If you are worried about your budget and you really don't have the money to buy for 40 people, you don't need to buy for 40 people. It's okay. It's okay to give them a card, a heartfelt note. Something like, like, I'm thinking of you. You're in my thoughts. You're in my prayers this holiday season. And, I, uh, you know, I, I know we normally exchange gifts, but this year I just can't. I can't. We can't afford it. It is what it is. Everybody's struggling. People are going to understand. They really will. That they will understand. And if they don't, again, these might be people. You actually don't just need to cut from the list. You need to cut from your life. Because everybody is struggling right now. This is not like a one-person problem. Most of the people you live around who live in your world are probably also struggling right now. Finances are hard. Money is tight. Inflation keeps going up. Everybody is feeling it. Everybody is seeing it. Like I can tell you, my grocery store prices ain't going down. Things I used to spend maybe 20 bucks on, I'm spending $40 on. I used to get out of the grocery store under 30 bucks every single week. Now I'm lucky if we get out of the grocery store under 50 bucks every single week. And I feel like I've done a good job. <laughs> That's where we are in today's society. And this is a basic need. And this is me shopping sales. Not just everyday items like things that we would eat every week. This is me strictly shopping the sales. Feeling like my grocery budget has went up at least by a third. So prices have went up. Money is tight. And you really need to evaluate the people you're buying for. So you need to be writing down that list and know who those people are. Know what you want to kind of get for them. How much you're going to spend on each of them. Start making cuts as you need to. Especially if you don't have enough cash to cover. Because we do not want you going into debt for Christmas. It makes you more stressful. It puts more stress on your finances. It puts more stress on your budget. And it's not just right now. It comes later. And... You might feel like, oh, well, it's so worth it, it's worth it because my kids will be so happy. La Nobody's going to notice and I'll pay it off. Yeah, how many extra hours do you have to work to pay off that money that you borrowed or that credit card payment? Well, you didn't really need to do that. You could have just cut your list, cut your budget back. It will be okay. And it is okay to give yourself permission to do that. Um, over the years, Erin and I have made those cuts. We made cuts this year. It, it is what it is. We just had to make cuts because we have a very strict budget. We stick to that budget and we also want to make sure we're put, saving enough money so that way we can go ahead and start getting gifts for next year when things start going on sale this year. And making sure that we are in a cycle of feeling like we don't have enough cash to cover this. And it hurts our budget and line item. And it's okay. It, it takes a while to come to terms with this. It really does. Because you feel like, you feel a pressure that you have to buy gifts for people. And over the years, I have, I've always had that pressure. Like, God, i got to get them something. Oh, well, I have to get these people something. Oh, well, I have to do this. And You know, this year was my very first year saying, you know what? If we have a Christmas gift giveaway, I'm I'm not participating this year. I'm sorry. I'm not really interested. It's not just being interested. It's just trying to save money <laughs> to pay off my house because we're so close. And it might be nothing to a lot of people. Like, well, just $20. You can't have $20 to spare. That $20 could go into my grocery budget to help ease the pressure of my grocery budget on my overall budget. And I guess that's how I look at it is a little bit different from other people but it is okay to say no to these things and there is such a peer pressure to say yes there really is but you really have to evaluate look and think about your life where you want your world to be because the peer pressure is coming from people who do not live in your shoes who do not live your day to day who have no idea your financial struggles or pressures and it is okay to tell them no 100% you have permission to say no you have permission to say whatever you want you could participate or not but if you're looking I I would be the first person to tell you it is okay to say no because I've been there I've done it even when I shouldn't have and I should have been putting that money away paying off my own debts I, I did participate when I shouldn't have so I have learned the hard way and I hope this inspires you and helps you find some interesting, unique, and different ways. And helps you think outside the box for upcoming events, not just Christmas. Um, I also hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. And if you have any questions, comments, you want to leave any tips that you have, I would love to hear them. Please send them to me at thecandycouple at yahoo.com. Thank you for joining me on Farm Wife Sexy Life where we talk about why being the farm wife is a sexy life. And thank you for joining me on The Kitty Couple, where we work hard, live simple, and enjoy life. Have a wonderful day.